0: Welcome to From Realms of Glory, a Christmas audio series tracing promises about the coming of the Messiah until his arrival in Bethlehem of Judea. I'm Dr. J.J. Routley, Professor of Bible and Theology at Emmaus Bible College in Dubuque, Iowa. It's December 24th, and I am wishing you a very Merry Christmas Eve. In today's podcast, we want to reflect back over the past 24 days and then look at a few verses in the New Testament epistles, the letters that speak about the significance of the coming of Christ. We began this series by looking at Old Testament promises of the coming of Christ. From Genesis to Malachi, we saw that the Messiah was promised from the earliest time of human history to our earliest ancestors, Adam and Eve. The seed of Eve would crush the head of the serpent, but only after himself being bruised by the serpent on the heel. This, of course, would ultimately be a prediction of the death of Jesus on the cross on the one hand, but also of his resurrection, his defeat of death, and destruction of the devil on the other. The Messiah was to be a descendant of Abraham, we learned, heir of the promises God made to the patriarch, the one through whom all the nations of the earth would one day be blessed. As we continued on our journey, we saw that Messiah would be a descendant of both Judah and then later David. In fact, he would occupy the throne of David as David's descendant forever. The prophet Isaiah spoke of both the glory of the kingdom of the Anointed One, which would be a kingdom of justice and righteousness and peace eternally, but also of the suffering of the king who would die on behalf of his people, and in doing so, bear their iniquity and guilt on himself. Isaiah even predicted the resurrection of the Messiah from the dead. Micah detailed the place of his birth as Bethlehem in Judah. Daniel was given a message from God by Gabriel, the angel, of the timetable for the people of Israel and the coming of the Christ. All of these predictions and more told us that the Christ was to be the King of Israel, but also the Savior of His people who would deliver them from sin and death and bring blessing and times of refreshing to all the earth. Then we turn to the New Testament to see the amazing circumstances surrounding the birth of the baby Jesus, the announcements of His birth to Mary and Joseph, the census and the trip from Nazareth to Bethlehem, the humble birth of Messiah in a manger with the animals alongside. The visitation of the shepherds and the wise men to the baby Jesus, the protection of the child from Herod's wrath and escape into Egypt and his return to Nazareth so that he might grow. And all throughout, we have seen the sovereign hand of God providentially orchestrating these events to bring his word to fruition. The incarnation, the life of Christ culminating in his death on Calvary and resurrection, is the focal point of human history all of the scriptures testify to the coming of Christ and his sacrificial purpose as the lamb of god who would take away the sins of the world jesus was the fullness of god come to earth in the fullness of time the new testament writers make clear in a number of passages that jesus was and is the physical form of the eternal god The Apostle Paul says in Colossians chapter 1, verses 15 through 20, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created, in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Jesus is called the image of the invisible God, and Paul says, In Him, in Jesus, the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. Just a chapter later, Paul would say, For in Him, in Christ, the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. When we look at the baby of Bethlehem, and when we look at the life of Christ on this earth, we are looking at the eternal God living as a human being. Jesus was the fullness of God come to earth in the fullness of time paul would also say in galatians chapter 4 verses 4 and 5 but when the fullness of time had come god sent forth his son born of a woman born under the law to redeem those who were under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons the father sent the son into the world at the perfect moment in history all creation was longing for redemption from the curse of sin. Jesus' perfect life, sacrificial death, and glorious resurrection made provision for the dawning of a new creation. As the firstborn from the dead, Jesus is the firstfruits of that new creation, a resurrected humanity devoid of sin. He is excellence and perfection and eternal life itself. Notice Paul's words in Galatians say Jesus was born of a woman. He is the seed of Eve, promised to crush the head of the serpent. He was born under the law. He is the seed of Abraham, the prophet like Moses, the pure and holy one, who kept the law of the Lord perfectly in his earthly life. He did this so that he could redeem those who were under the law and provide them adoption as sons. Now, the law was good and helped to point out our sin and need for a Savior, but it was powerless to save us. No one under the curse of Adam can keep the law. But Jesus, through his perfect life, imparted his righteousness to those who believe and provided for us to be adopted into God's family as children. All of this comes to us through faith in Jesus Christ. Have you believed what the Word of God says about Jesus to be true? When Paul was asked by a Philippian jailer what he must do to be saved, he responded, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you shall be saved. If you have listened to this podcast this Christmas season, you have heard the gospel of Jesus Christ, and now you face a decision. Will you believe what the scriptures say about him to be true and receive him as your Savior, or will you reject him and bear the consequences of your sin, which is eternal punishment, in hell. Jesus was the fullness of God come to earth in the fullness of time. Perhaps this moment is the moment God has ordained for your salvation. Confess your sin to Christ and invite him into your heart and into your life. Believe on the Lord Jesus and receive his forgiveness. Let this Christmas Eve be the dawn of your new life in Christ. Thank you for joining us for this episode of From Realms of Glory, a Christmas podcast. For more information about Emmaus Bible College, please visit emmaus.edu. Don't forget to leave us a strong review wherever you listen to podcasts and share the podcast with friends and family members. In tomorrow's episode, we conclude our series by looking at John chapter 1.